All right, this is Ronan Geek Official Podcast, potentially episode 80 or 81. We don't know yet. It's going to be a little bit of a longer recording here. Uh, with me today in the room, I uh, well, this is Alex Austin. With me today in the room, I have... Uh, Amanda, or wife Amanda, as I'm sure I've been called in the stories oh, here. But Adam wife Amanda, not Alex wife Amanda. Plubby and wife Adam? Yes. Plubby and wife oh, Adam. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then, of course, Adam is in the room with us as well. And uh, so Amanda has been invited because we have a special topic. Uh, I found out a while back, a couple months ago, that she's really into the Skyrim modding community. And uh, this, of course, being one of the most storied games out there and, uh, and of course, still one of the most popular out there in terms of single-player fantasy experiences. I thought it would be fun to kind of get in here and talk about the modding community a little bit and dig deep into that. I want to I hear, hear the good, the bad, the weird, the super weird, uh, the, the mildly sexual. Like, I want to hear all of it. So. The toots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Oh, everything. So, and then uh, the flying, the flying was the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yep. Like that. <laughs> flying Thomas the Tank Engine, Screaming Goats, Mud Crabs yes, with uh, top hats and monocles. It's, there's all oh kinds of stuff. Oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know, like, man, there's freaking every week there's some new YouTube video about mods that have come out for Skyrim. Like, it's ridiculous that it's still happening. So it's absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. But uh, I suppose you've tried all of them, if not most of them. You know, actually, surprisingly not. I tend to stick to the more... Uh, thematically appropriate mods, I would say. Okay, fair enough. I like fair to enough. keep my game kind of linear in that sense. I okay. don't go into the real weird, but mm-hmm. I've, I've watched videos on them at least to yeah. get that entertainment value out of it anyway. Well, good for you. I'd jump into the rabbit hole. That's that's where I would fall <laughs> on the spectrum is, is I'd, I'd find the weird stuff and I'd really dig deep on that because I like the weird. And uh, and uh, yeah, so that, that's going to be how this goes. And then we'll do a special topic as well, just uh, the Animal Crossing one we've been talking about for like the last four episodes. So I got my notes somewhere on some device that I'll get pulled up here. So so, so we can kind of walk through that because I got a little bit of a history and retrospective on it as well. And Amanda, bless your heart, showed up with an original Animal, Animal Crossing strat guide. Oh, yeah. That's from the GameCube version. Yep. Holy shit. The official guide. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, it, 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 the original Animal Crossing, and I'll talk more about it when we get to it, holds a special place in my heart because it, it effectively was, was one of the main reasons why I got like a 1.7 GPA in my first semester of college. So <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a tie between that, Super Mario Sunshine, Metroid Prime, and, and Resident Evil Remake. It's for so the strange that that's what screwed you over when it was wow for us. Oh yeah, World of Warcraft every day, no, all it was, day. It was GameCube for me. It was just a couple years before the big wow thing hit. And uh, for me, it was GameCube and Animal Crossing all the way. So I, I can't wait to talk about it because it was so much fun. So we'll get started with that. Rob will be here shortly. He'll join in the conversation at some point, and he's bringing Timbits, uh, is my understanding. <laughs> the Canadian donut holes, as they're called. The, ca- yeah, <laughs> the Canadian, Canadian donut holes. Well, they have, t- they have Timmies in, um, at least in like the Northeast, in Ohio, Michigan, yeah. Yeah, and, and New England. I heard um, they're not doing so well. No, probably not. It's it, the Dunkin' Donuts, man. It's, it's yeah. tough to pull people off the it Dunkin' really Donuts. It didn't really catch on in the States as much as it did in Canada. They don't have that nostalgic attachment to it, I think. I think that's it. They Most Americans probably don't even know that Tim Horton was like a big hockey player and, and sort of a folk hero in that regard. And, uh, and of course, his cafes are, are booming up here. So uh, always, always busy. I think they're owned by the same group that owns Burger King. Yeah. And when, a... No, Wendy's. It's the Wendy's group. No, I think it's Burger King. It's a Brazilian it? holding. Because yeah. the, I always see them paired with Wendy's. There's yeah, one up in there. Like all yeah. be grouped together. Could be. Oh my god, we just uncovered a conspiracy, a fast food conspiracy. <laughs> you mean the thing that you could just Google online and find out? No, that secret no, conspiracy? no. <laughs> we have to. We have to get into some real, some like dank imperialist groups. A conspiracy on that Facebook. only us and Wikipedia knows. <laughs> yeah, and, and our Facebook groups. <laughs> start, start putting the pictures up on the wall. We need some string to attach to all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get this going. Oh man, Facebook is such a cesspool. Anyway, um, so we'll go ahead and get started here. I guess we'll talk about since since uh, Rob is yet to join us. Uh, what should we do? 
don't know. I feel like he'd be more into the Skyrim topic than he would be Animal Crossing topic. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we'll do Animal Crossing first. Yeah. Sure. Okay, is there any big news items now? I know last time we talked a little bit about... Um, uh, or rather on Geek Freaks podcast, which we just guested on, they're going to kind of cover. If you want to hear a little bit about uh, the Batman, I guess it's a teaser, a costume teaser for Robert Pattinson. Test. If you want to hear all about that, make sure to tune into the next episode of Geek Freaks podcast because we guest on there, and you can hear uh, all of our thoughts on the topic just regarding the 15 seconds of Batman costume we saw with and Stranger Things. Yeah, and and the Stranger Things trailer as well. Yeah, the Gulag uh, Stranger Things trailer, which Duh. is interesting. Da, and uh, and you'll hear all about that. And also, we had a lot of fun on there doing the battles. The character yeah. battles. Was that just yesterday? No, it was two days ago. It was two days ago. Oh, my God. That's trippy. Yeah, yesterday didn't exist. I have no concept of time. I, I beat Fallen Order on, on Grandmaster difficulty. That's what constituted yesterday for me. Yeah, actually, me beating it on the easiest difficulty, which was also difficult for me, <laughs> so <laughs> constituted yesterday for me. And boy, we talked about the end, and that's pretty sweet. Let's go ahead and dig into Animal Crossing then, because I don't think Rob will have too much to say about this topic. But uh, but I, I, where's that strat guide? Like, I, I got but this. I had to drive her here, so so it's. <laughs> did she tell you all about Animal Crossing on the way here? No, no, I didn't really discuss it that much. So because Adam established recently, we uh, what came up in topic? Um, Stardew Valley. Yes. And oh, I was like, yes. oh, well, obviously you played Stardew Valley, blah blah blah. And he's like, uh, no. I don't play those games. No, <laughs> so that's, I was like, that's my kind of game. I was like, God damn. <laughs> so, and then uh, it, it wasn't animosity, but it also wasn't like love. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Gandalf, uh, Gandalf Dumbledore love. Right, 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 right. And this is fucking sweet. You know which one I always wanted? This one, dude. I'm looking at the, the, the strat guide, and then uh, it has all the characters laid out. And if you make different choices in the initial conversation in the original Animal Crossing game. Probably all of them, though, I guess. They do it to some extent. Uh, kind of. The later ones allowed you to kind of go back and choose what you uh, wanted. Customized characters. Yeah. But I always wanted the one that looked high. This one here. <laughs> that that was my dude. Every time. You know, somehow I always ended up with the one with the weird uh, black Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. eyes for some like reason. The, like the little anime eyes. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, That's so awesome. you didn't pick your character? No, no you answered you questions based on... I don't know, what you would do with your friends or where you were from, and then it kind of generated yeah. a face but for it's you. But like, it's like a it's like a A, B, B, A, B, A sort of sequence, and then and then depending on how you answer, you could answer, you know, B, A, A, B, B, A, you know, whatever, and then it'll give you a different character type based First on First question, that. how chill are you? Yeah, man. Second <laughs> question, how chill are you? Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but seriously, that's kind of how the questions were. Uh, is your name Osher? Yeah. All right, that's how you get the high-looking one. Well, I bet he's at Animal Crossing. And uh, so anyway, the, the game is interesting, and uh, it, it's a sim, I guess, uh, for all intents and purposes. Yeah. So because you're kind of uh, living out this life, it, it's almost like, uh, and there were Harvest Moon, Harvest Moon games long before this came out, uh, but it kind of drew a little bit from that, definitely drew a little bit from the sims in terms of the, rela- in terms of the relationship building and things like that. And, uh, and I can tell you, in 2002, in fall, when this came out initially on GameCube in the States, there was nothing like it. And and, and no, there's kind of still unique, nothing like honestly. it. Yeah. And it was honestly, I think it was actually marketed towards that girly section of gamers. Because really, it was about making friends, decorating your house, you know, doing errands, yes, making gr- girls, clothing. Girls like, and weeboos. Yeah. It, so it was, that's, that's it was really, it was a, a girly game. And I think it was bigger in Japan than it was in North America. Because obviously it came out there first. Here's the trippy thing. And it really thing. like catered to that. Here's the trippy thing. And let me, let me pull up I my guess. notes here so I don't get anything wrong here. So <laughs> I want you to guess 
Amanda, for us, what is the first system that Animal Crossing debuted on? Mm. This is a trick question, by the way. For us, it debuted on GameCube. That's correct. It did debut on GameCube. However, it debuted two years earlier in November in Japan on the Nintendo 64. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. The Nintendo yeah. 64 also had uh, an internal clock, so it worked well in that system, too. And you could kind of tell with some of the assets, I guess, in the GameCube version that we got, that they're, th- some of them do look a little bit dated by the time the game came out, but that was all part of the look and feel of the right, game. Right, yeah, it was so very it was, cartoony. Yeah, and yeah, so, so it definitely fit. And, uh, and bear with me here. You're a fucking hack. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Let's see. So now the reason why I originally wanted to do this topic is because Animal Crossing New Horizons comes out March 20th. Uh, and also, um, uh, let me see, I think Doom Eternal comes out in March too, which is kind of ancillary. Told you, Amanda. Doom Eternal, March 20th. Our house is going to be very confused that day. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be uh, rainbows and sunshine and animal friends on my side and uh, slaughtering aliens and BFGs on your side. All I can imagine is that it's just the you and me and me and you. No matter how they cost, and I'm just going through <laughs> ripping and tearing. All right, now I finally have my notes in front of me. Unbeknownst to the listeners, uh, there was a big portion of audio just cut out of this <laughs> of, uh, in silence of me fumbling for my notes and trying to figure out where the hell I'd put them. And yeah, funny enough, actually, I started off at kind of the same place with uh, the N64 version in Japan. Actually, that was 2001 that it came out there. So the Enhanced GameCube ver- version, of course, came out September 16th, 2002. And I was just a, I was just a, a young thing at that point. I was a freshman in college. I was living at uh, University of Toledo on campus. And... And uh, I was in the international house. And you didn't want girlfriends, so you played Animal Crossing. Oh, buddy. The girls were in Animal Crossing. That's how you got <laughs> so, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, uh, the, the cool thing was, like, being at school and in a dormitory and everything, like, I'd be up all night playing this on, like, the one TV that, like, the four guys shared, like, in, in, a, in a room or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and then at the door, we, you'd prop the door open in college. You'd prop the door open to your living room area yeah. if, if you're up, just so, you know, people could stop by and hang out and chat it up or bring beer or whatever. And, uh, and so that's what I did. But people would just stop by and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is it night inside the game? <laughs> why are you? Why are you? Why are you trying to harvest fruit? Like, what is going on here? And uh, and it was just so much fun, kind of getting to live that out my first semester in college and get kind of get to experience the changing of the season because it works on the internal clock in the GameCube and and every every other system it's come out on since. Uh, it actually changes seasons depending on where you're at in terms of a temperate zone season. So oh. for the people who live south who maybe don't see temperate zones, in the fall, it's fall in the game. In, in the summer, it's summer in the game. In the winter, it's winter in the game. And then, of course, because of the internal clock, uh, it's actually day when day and night is night. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of, it's, a, it's a cool thing because I remember Pokemon sort of did that. And the gold and silver. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. They had the, ho- the day and night cycle in that, too. Came out about the same time, though. Didn't I think it, it did. Might yeah, have, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I think that it was always a hard time for me because obviously you don't play it during the day because the day, you're either outside playing hockey or something like that. Mm-hmm. For me, because yeah. I'm Canadian. Or you're at school and then you get home, you're like, oh, great. All I'm catching is hoot hoots. Because all, <laughs> all, all you got is nighttime. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I had the opposite problem where I only played it during the day, kind of on the weekends or on family trips or whatever it was. And then when I wanted to get something like an Umbreon, where you had to evolve Eevee at nighttime, hmm. I could never get it, because I never hmm. played that late. I was always in bed before it was nighttime, and therefore uh, I had to change the internal clock of my Game Boy just to be able to actually get those nighttime uh, Pokemon. Funny you say that, because all the Animal Crossing players back in 2002 started to learn how to game the internal clock of the game. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So interestingly, and, and this is a fun, and it's kind of a Nintendo thing, 
to anticipate that players will actually set out to do this and to try and head that off because they built a character into the game called Mr. Rossetti. And uh, so when you're gaming the internal clock or you're resetting the game to try and get something to happen again, uh, Mr. Rossetti will pop out the next time you turn on the game, whether you save the game or not. So somewhere inside the game file, it saved information that you either reset the game or played the time clock. Oh. And Mr. Rossetti would pop out on you and yell at you for doing that. <laughs> and then he would, th- he would threaten to shut down the game. And then sometimes, like, I think there was even a gag where, like, the screen, like, he said, I'm going to reset your game. And then, and, then he, and then it goes back to the title screen, but then it flips back to the game. There was something like that. Oh, I yeah. can't remember exactly what and it, it was. And the funny thing was is the more you did it, the more his ranting would sort of ramp up. Yeah. To the point where he was just, like, screaming at you in all caps He's at the end psychopath. of it. And, like, would basically start threatening to, to erase all your data yeah. and all this stuff. And you're like, oh, my gosh. He's a mole. He'd pop out with a shovel, and he was an absolute psychopath. <laughs> so it was insane, dude. It was insane. He was just this angry fucking old dude sitting on one of the porches going, these fucking kids, and they're resetting their game. Yeah, yeah. Except he'd pop out of the ground right by your house. So because he's a straight-up stalker. So <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rossetti's a fucking creep. Uh, so anyway, that, that was that, that was fun, though. Gaming the intro oh, clock. Oh, Yeah, yeah. So that, and that's kind of the core function of, of, of the game and kind of how it operates but what you do in the game um it was actually a really dense game in terms of all the tasks you could complete on a day-to-day basis oh yeah absolutely you could do chores and errands for all of your like friends in the game you could fish you could catch bugs you could dig up fossils you could go visit uh mabel and abel and they allowed you to do um you could design your own like clothing designs it had like almost like a like a pixel art Mm -hmm. page that you could you could color in what yeah and then you could you wear it yeah Holy shit. Yeah, yeah you could like save up to, I think it was like eight designs or something like that mm-hmm. that you could save. And it was really neat. They had, uh, in this guide, actually, there's um, generic ones that Nintendo released that you could paint in. And it'd be like, hey, if you want like the Mario Star or if you want the GameCube logo or, yeah. you know, something like that. And they would have the design for you. So you would just like paint it pixel by pixel mm-hmm. and then save it. And you could use it as either a wall uh, wallpaper floor paper, uh, clothing mm-hmm. design, or the flag outside of your house. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It was extremely cool. Like, I did, uh, like, a whole series of, like, Link to the Past sprites. <laughs> so, because you could find them <laughs> online, they would tell you how to fill them in. Oh, I yeah. would totally have the hook and sickle. So, yeah, you, you could totally Communist do that. Animal Crossing. You could Way totally to do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, keep the animals under your thumb. <laughs> and uh, and then the fossils were an interesting thing because you had a couple main tools in the game that you used to interact with the game world. Uh, one of them was a shovel. So, of course, you dig up fossils and, and, and gyroids, which we'll get to in just a moment on, on those horrific things. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you also had an axe that you could cut down trees. Yep. And then was there a pick that you used to break up rocks to get bells, uh, which are yes. the money? Okay. Yep. And uh, and you could get like upgraded versions of all these as you go throughout the game. I don't I don't recall exactly how you have to send away for him. I think. Um, I think it had to do something with Nook. Yeah, you had to like give your tools to him, and he sent them away for upgrade, and then he would give them back to you. Oh, that's or something right. Like that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then basically you would use these tools to interact with the world. So with the axe, you'd be cutting down trees and, and sort of landscaping. Was Nook just the guy that allowed you to communicate outside of this? this village this uh commune mm, kind of yeah we'll get to tom nook but tom nook is is uh, he's he's like the overlord he's the of, prison of this guy world. that gets you your cigarettes in this commune yeah he's and i'm trying to think of a good analog from like a show that would really give you an idea of what he is all about but let's just say he's an ethereal being that sort of ties everything together in the game for you <laughs> he's the god of so, the village he is basically yeah yeah so you 
He doesn't say that, but you kind of get this as you go throughout, and I'll explain more later. So that's my theory anyway. The, the, the other things you interact with in the game are like fruit trees. So when you have one native fruit for your area when you first start the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the one native fruit for me was maybe like apples or something yeah, really pedestrian. Yeah, like cherries or yeah, like yeah. lemons or something like that. And then you want to grow fruit trees and, and as efficiently as possible uh, because you can sell those to get money for the game. And you mm-hmm. get lots of money in the game for buying furniture and upgrading your home and things like that. And then, uh, and then on top of that, you could get new fruit. New fruit would occasionally be sent to you in a letter. Don't ask me how. Uh, or it would wash up on the beach. So you get like a coconut washing up on the beach. Then you could grow, you know, palm trees as an example, right? So it was really cool that you could actually get all different kinds of fruit trees to grow and to harvest and to get your money to pay back Tom Nook. And sometimes you get different fruit if you did like an errand or a job for a townsperson. Yep. They would go, oh, hey, my friend sent me this fruit from another town. Here, here you go. Now you can have it. And then you could go grow that fruit tree. Yeah. Were they worth more? Yes, yes, they were worth double. Okay, good. So yeah, so if you got so if your town started with like apples and you got bananas, it's like fucking sweet bananas. All my trees are about to be bananas. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm rich, bitch. So that's basically what happened. Uh, and then uh, and then uh, there was even I swear there was even like a little island you could go to as well. Um, the I, little Kappa guy. Yeah, I remember that for out. some reason in the GameCube. I know for sure it was in the. Uh, the newer one, the DS yeah. version, you could go yeah. to the tropical island, but I'm pretty sure there was something like that in the GameCube version as well. There was something like it, and then, uh, and then, but you could also get coconuts from there as well. Yes. So. Anyway, that's enough about the fruit. You could harvest it, you could eat it, you could leave it on the ground, and it would just rot, and uh, it was always a good time. And then uh, with the shovel, you could dig up, of course, the fossils, which you can send away to get the identified. Bodies. Uh, bodies, of course, yes. <laughs> so and then they had the, uh, oh man, what was his name? The owl that had the museum. In the city, and you brought your fossils to him, and he would display them yeah, was he? in he the was museum. Like Mister or Doctor? I don't or like I don't hair remember. owl. Or, I can't remember. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe look. Go to the strategy guide. Yep. And then, uh, and then he ran a museum, and the museum was interesting because you could also collect bugs with a net, and then donate those, and you could fish in this game too. So, a la, you know, like Legend of the River King or whatever. And then you could catch the fish and deliver them to him, or you could sell them, right? But some of them are very rare. So, say if you, you know, went ocean fishing and you caught like a coelacanth or something, like you're probably going to catch one of those. Ever so you might you might as well take it to the museum to preserve it and complete the museum side quest. It belongs in a museum. It does belong in a museum. Everything in this game, everything belongs in a museum. Nothing is sacred. There's no animal that will not be crammed into a museum by these people. <laughs> His name was Blathers. Blathers. Blathers the owl. Oh and when you God. went to go visit him, he would start talking and talking and talking. Yeah. And he yeah. would tell you all about whatever fossil you brought him and the dinosaur that it was or some like scientific piece of information about the bug and then he would be like oh i'm so sorry i'm rambling you know i'm not i don't want to take up yeah, your time yeah. and he would just like take your specimen yeah yeah yeah. that's right that's right kind of reminds me of the owl from what's with owls and talking too much with yeah, zelda I, mean, I think that's a nintendo thing honestly yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. owl is the the i talk too much icon character i guess maybe it was like maybe it was like their version of like satoru iwata in a game and in real life he talked way too much <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace rest i'm in sorry peace. i just finished telling you everything about this dinosaur we, did you hear everything? The default button is no. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That is so Nintendo. I'm like, B, 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 B. Oh, crap. I'm listening again. Yep. So, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. The bug minigame was fun. The fishing minigame was fun. Fossils, building building dinosaur skeletons was mm-hmm. really cool. And dinosaur bones, if you got duplicates, were worth a lot of bells. Oh, yeah. You could sell them for a lot. Ooh, man. I was running a serious racket, like uh, har- <laughs> harvesting these dinosaur bits and, and selling them off to Tom Nook. Jesus so. But you could also yeah. display them in your house, though, too. Like, if you wanted to have one of those weird sort of, like, my house looks like a museum or yeah, a collection yeah. or whatever. You could put the fossils in your house. They yeah, just yeah. took up a lot of space. What do you think Tom Nook did with them, though? 
What's his angle on this? Okay, first of all, he was arguing that they were dinosaur bones. They were actually the corpses. Why do you think the land was so fertile? They were actually the corpses of oh, everyone he's ever put that's underground. Right, they were just bigger animals. <laughs> yeah, and you would put them together, and be like, "Yes, this is the tail, and this is the femur. Yes, that's what these are." And you're just making fake dinosaurs. I'm, I'm, f- I'm feeling like he's in the export would... business. I'm feeling like he's in the export. He's hollowing these bones out. They're big bones. You can hollow them out, fill them with coke, <laughs> send them on their way, man. I so maybe he was making like his own Jurassic Park. Like, think about it. His area was like his. Oh my god. His town. So maybe he's got the town of like the animal people, and then he's got like the town that's like Jurassic Park. And oh he's out my there god. These dinosaur. And bones. the animals who move out of your town, where do they go? They just disappear overnight. Yeah. Their house. <laughs> their house is still there. Yeah. It's just taken over by somebody else. Maybe they this get fed is to the dinosaurs. Fuck. It's like a, it's like an <laughs> island of Doctor Moreau situation. Oh man! But it's all dinosaurs, and Tom Nook is running this shit. Maybe. Fuck! I always knew there was something going on here. <laughs> all I, I no one can see me right now, but I just want to do the glasses thing from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrified. Yeah. Life. Life will find a way. It will find a way. <laughs> Tom so, Nook will find a way. Yeah, Tom Nook will. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of Tom Nook, this guy, look, the reason why we talk about Tom Nook like this is out of love or fear or respect or a combination of all three. But Tom Nook, let me just be clear, is running the shit, okay? From from the day you arrive in the town of Animal Crossing, okay, Tom Nook is running your shit. He's a raccoon and he's got things on lockdown, all right? He shows up, he's cute, he's friendly, welcomes you to the town, shows you to your tent. What? You got me a fucking tent? I don't want that shit. So, and then, and then you got to upgrade right away. Oh, here's Rob. How's it going, Rob? Hi, Rob. It's just, it's just, uh, what did you say? Just Nightmare Rob? No, not today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rob should be on vacation, Rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so this, well, it's not work if you love it. So that's what they say. Anyway, so we're just talking about Animal Crossing, and we're just getting into the uh, uh, Tom Nook is the sort of Don of the village. So, and uh, and we've already established that he's running uh, an export business, hollowing out dinosaur bones and filling them with cocaine. cocaine. And that's why the dinosaur bones go for so much money. Well, that's obvious. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, Tom Nook, he, he, he is also in the construction business. And, and I, I suspect a part of that is, is building the bodies underneath the slab. Oh, yeah, so, he's got yeah. pl- to find a place to put the bodies. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so you start out with a very tiny house, and then you can upgrade from there. to uh, Maybe it becomes like... Upper floor, middle floor, and then a basement or something to that effect. Is that? Uh, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. It ends up being, yeah, three-story house. Yeah, and then it just gets bigger, bigger, like wider? Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, But it's fun to kind of like, you know, set up your house initially, and it's in a very small room, and you're like, oh, okay, I, kind of, I don't have room for everything I want. And then the first time you expand it, it just seems like so much more space. You're just like, fuck, what do I do with all this space now? And, uh, and it becomes a lot more fun to kind of redecorate. I'm curious, how big can the house get? Uh, is it like know. one of those things where you just take up the whole island as your house now? Well, no, th- no, no, no. There's no, no, a no. maximum size. It takes up a pretty good chunk of space, like on a single screen. Uh, it could take up a good chunk of space. But say you go, you initially start, and it's like maybe the house is maybe like 10 squares by 10 squares or something like that. And then it ends up at maybe like, you know, 20 or 25 by 25. So, then, okay, so then, you're not getting like a Jeff Bezos house. <laughs> a million dollar house here. No, no, no. It's, you're, not, you're not living that Bezos life. No, <laughs> no way. No way. And uh, and it's fun just to kind of upgrade and, and but but then you're but then you're saddled with these insane 
home loans that Nook hits you with. Because he's obviously he's running some kind of racket, and he he's hiring he's hiring cheap labor and pocketing the rest, and you're paying this guy back like dollars on the penny. Like this guy is freaking ripping you apart with with the home loans. It's insane. Holy shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's insane. Like he fucking owns your ass from the time you hit Animal Crossing. There's some level of horrible illegal monopoly going on there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, and it's interesting because I could tell how much of a gangster he is by by his methods, okay? Because he knows the longer you pay him, the better off he is. So he's not sending nobody to, like, freaking break your knees or nothing like that. Like, he doesn't do that. He wants you to keep working. He wants you to keep working so you keep making money, so you keep spending that money in a shop to buy random-ass pieces of furniture, like a little like a little Mario star. Well, I got to have that. Got to put that in my fucking house. So and then you do that, and then you have no money to pay back your home loan. So then you got to go and work more. This guy, honestly, he's well, running he a serious Does he come every racket. week? Is like you need to pay a certain amount. Like how does that work? No, it's totally open, totally open-ended, which is how a good gangster would do it. Ah, so he, he does he have interest? Uh, is there interest on it? No, I don't think there is. It's I just th- like a set amount that he's like, okay, well, I came here and I upgraded your house, you know, so you're welcome. Now you owe me uh, thirty thousand bells. Yeah, have yeah. fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so you don't get to choose when he upgrades your house? You do choose, you, but the first do. time you don't, I don't think. Did, no, you the he first time you just like, here's your house. Okay, you owe me for it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's Wait, right. What? Yeah, yeah. You show oh, up. God. There's a house, and then he's just like, you owe me for this house now, bitch. And, Holy uh, shit. and then, yeah, you got to start paying him. Welcome to Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. That's exactly. Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happens in this game. So <laughs> you, you are in deep from the very beginning. And look, once you're in Tom Nook's pocket, there's no getting out of Tom Nook's pocket. If you need to work off some of your thing, I have some bone marrow you can hollow out for me. <laughs> oh, man. That's the dirty work, man. So you gotta, he's in the export business. you got to figure that shit out, too. And uh, so anyway, you become like his sort of uh, his number one thug uh, as you go throughout the game. And, uh, and some, some things you can do, like you can interact with the animals around you as well, which is, which is always fun. Who are your, some of your favorite animals? Oh, I don't even remember their names anymore because obviously their names were trivial i just remember there were they were different types of animals there was one that was like a blue elephant there was an eagle one mm-hmm. and there you was always the it was always an, Nook, an animal yeah <laughs> it was always an animal in a color that was what distinguished them so they'd be like a rabbit and they'd be a purple rabbit or they'd be yeah. an orange rabbit or whatever the case was and that was generally their character yeah, yeah but they were all fairly generic personalities like they would either be super peppy bouncy obnoxious or yeah. they'd be kind of like emo and reclusive and sort of like eeyore-esque mentality yeah. now what's really cool is using the memory card functionality you could actually visit somebody else's town on their system i do remember yeah that. and uh so i remember my buddy kyle at the time so shout out to kyle if you're listening to this so my buddy kyle at the time uh, i visited his town and one of his animals came back with me and it, he was a toad his name was it wasn't Slippy Toad. It was it was something close though. It was something close. It was like Skippy or uh, Slappy or something like that. And uh, anyway, so this Toad came back with me, and this Toad would refer back to him regularly as time progressed. He'd be like, "Hey, remember Kyle? Remember that fucking guy? Like he he was pretty cool. I like that guy. Do you remember that friend you haven't talked to in three months? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah, he's crying right now. Do so, you remember? They, <laughs> so this they, whole thing is just like social anxiety, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> oh, totally, total social anxiety. And uh, but they would refer back to them all the time, which is so funny that like they would remember these people who they came from, and they would show you like letters that they were sent by those people. So like there was one that like oh. there was one that like I'd sent a guy like a like another animal, and it said something to the effect of like yeah, I'm gonna gut you like a fish, and then and then he shows that letter to whoever town he goes to he shows it to that person there. like look he's like here's my favorite letter from alex and then and he shows the letter and it's, it's like 
You're fucking dead, bitch. That letter <laughs> system was so weird because they almost made it sort of <laughs> mandatory. Because yes. your your animals in your town would be like, you know, I'm really upset that you haven't sent me letters lately. You should really send me they a letter. I send you yeah. letters. So Jeez. you would just send some like random Holy generic shit string of words it didn't matter what it said yeah and they'd be like you know i keep your letter with me all the time i'm so happy i read it and then they would like show you when my mother died this letter get me through it, and you just read the letters like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be something, you'd write something like i like pancakes yeah, yeah and then they would like show you the letter and it'd be like i like pancakes and you're like wow good for you that was i i don't know why i wrote that but okay i was, I was like i was like this letter is coded in dmt fuck you <laughs> so, so i i played darkly <laughs> this whole game really just sounds like it's all built to make like a Stockholm syndrome build up because one it's like it's like yeah man I don't don't worry about it you don't have to pay me immediately for your house but there is this total amount that you have to pay me but right. don't worry about it get about around to it whenever you can right I'm not waiting or anything so like you're like constantly thinking in the back of your head I owe this guy fucking money that's what <laughs> I'm then, saying and then he's, on top he's a of straight that, thug this guy but he's a smart one he keeps you paying. And on, Forever. But on top of that, though, all of these other animals are, are making, like, these subtle, passive-aggressive fucking demands of you. It's like, this yeah. is, like, real life. <laughs> Seriously, it really was. It's actually scary that people play the game when you think of it from that angle. <laughs> now, now, if you don't follow the animal's request, too, they get they get sort of disaffected with you. Like, there's some system in the background oh, that's yeah, rating course, if they like your town or not. Yeah, and then shunning. they'll take off if they yeah, don't they'll, like your they'll town. Yeah. You, if yeah. you let the weeds grow in your town and you don't weed every day, they'll start to mention to you about the weeds. They'll be like, hey, you see these fucking weeds out here? Like, this place is looking like shit. Your town's garbage. So like, I just learned start... something about you, Amanda. After, what, 12 years of us being together, I just figured something out. Mm. This is why you care so much about what other people think of you. You just need to send them letters about pancakes. Maybe. <laughs> That's it's been all ingrained into me from a very young age. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta keep those weeds picked. I got to keep the trees cut and looking nice. And oh, I got to yeah. send people letters. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I don't just pay off that debt. Did you get that debt to Nook? I mean, the bank? <laughs> <laughs> now, the craziest thing about this game was, was in, in my opinion, uh, well, two things. One, this was a straight-up love letter to Nintendo. So this was kind of modern Smash Brothers before Smash Brothers because of just the, the level of, of awesome Nintendo fan fanboy, fangirl awesomeness you could get in the game, right? So you could completely deck out your house in Nintendo items. So you could get like the Master Sword and the Pedestal. You That's could cool. get the Mario blocks that would float above the floor. You could get like a, a, the, the, green, the green warp warp tube from from mario you could get there was everything triforce there was a triforce that would spin around like it was crazy that's really cool yeah and you could deck out your house in this nintendo stuff and on top of that in the original gamecube animal crossing game there was actually nes games you could collect which i think were mostly rewards from letter chains from um, from animals there was some from like achievements i believe too yeah. that you got which they had like a very base level a kind of achievement system in the game yeah so yeah you got rewards for say putting so many uh, things on display in the museum or, you know, having a value in your house over a certain amount because they had the uh, the Academy of House rating. I don't yeah. remember what it was. And they would basically That's rate right. your house every right. month based on the value of your furniture, yeah. the feng shui of your house. That's right. Feng shui played yeah, into it. it yeah, like yeah. All the, the, whether everything was thematically and it, and appropriate. And if, if you didn't have the feng shui, they'd be like, all right, piece of shit. You need to work on your house. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was intense. So, no, so, I don't know. I'm not feeling it yeah your, yeah, so. your house is messing with my my spiritual flow here you know i'm just not getting it maybe that maybe that's where nook is sending dinosaur bones to china oh, and they're like God. grinding them up and turning them into medicine oh, God. that's where the coronavirus came from man pangolins 
Pangolin scales. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the uh, the NES titles you could unlock included Balloon Fight, uh, Clu Land, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior Math, uh, Excite Bike, Golf, Pinball, Tennis, and a few more too. Wait, you could play these? Yeah, games? they yes. were an actual virtual console inside the game that you could play. Which they was were like ROMs fantastic. within the game. Wow. Yeah. And once once I discovered that, dude, I played so much Balloon Fight. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> loved it. So because for whatever reason, I didn't play that before. Like I don't I don't know in my life. I don't remember it. And uh, nobody nobody I knew had it. But uh, but I played a crap load of a crap load of that. Uh, Donkey Kong Junior is really good too. Uh, if you haven't played that, Donkey Kong Junior, the original one's a lot of fun. So anyway, uh, pr- pretty out there. Another really crazy thing in here was Toto KK. And uh, Toto oh, yeah. Toto KK, I think his his really. Like in terms of modern day memes from Animal Crossing, he's probably the one that 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 I think is the biggest out of all of them. Either him or Tom Nook, uh, because Toto KK, you would like, and I can't remember what the conditions that you have that you have to do to get to meet, but he would learn new songs and he would sing them. Yeah, it was you had to meet him at like a certain time in the evening. I think it was something like five or seven o'clock, and he'd yeah. be sitting out in some like remote place, kind of playing that weird blues jazz thing on his guitar. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you'd kind of every time you met him, he would play you a different song based right. on like the time of year or you know what how progressed in your game you were, or whatever the case was. And and the songs were fully voiced, but for people who haven't played Animal Crossing before, it's like um, it's like they recorded Japanese and then just like jumbled up all the syllables to make the voices in this game because they yeah. sing Isn't and kind of like a yeah yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. gibberish it's just gibberish but it's it sounds like, like it sounds like a backward language it sounds like backward japanese or yeah. like backward english it's very, very like similar to like simulations work right simlish. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah simlish. That's a little bit a little bit yeah yeah it's it's even more like syllabilic it's weird so mm-hmm. the um but yeah toto kk would learn all these songs he'd and he could go and make requests mm-hmm. so you could request like you know I want to hear kk rock i want to hear kk disco i want to hear kk you know whatever you know and he would play the song for you and uh, and everybody of course had their had their favorites I think mine was KK Jazz. I think I liked KK Blues. Yeah. Or no, wait. His name was Toto KK, but his player name was KK Slider, wasn't it? Something like that, oh, yeah. Was his band dude. name KK in the case? So no, basically, it was just one guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That went way over my head. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, the cops. I forgot uh, about them. Uh, Cooper and Booker. The, what would the they dog do? cops. Uh, they had the Lost and Found. So you could visit there every once in a while, and they would have like lost and found items that would just kind of appear in the police station, and you could go and be like, "No, this is totally mine," and then just like take it and leave. And they never said anything. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, totally. That is absolutely yours. Enjoy that." that, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, it's amazing. That's a great lesson to teach kids. Oh my gosh. Oh, there was a Mailchimp um, before Mailchimp was a thing. Pelly and Pete, the uh, post office uh, yep. pelicans. Yep, and Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis, the the grumpy midnight, yeah. uh, nighttime old yep. lady in the the post office. Yeah, who I dealt with mostly because I played at night. <laughs> she was mostly pissed off because the shit she kept losing was disappearing and not showing up. At the yeah, lost yeah. and found. Was there a ghost at night too? There was a ghost that would show up at night and fucking freak him out, like I at three a.m. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if the ghost ever had a name or like a designation yeah. or anything like that, but I do remember that. And the best interactions were the ones that happened late at night because you'd run across an animal walking around and be like, "Hey, what are you doing up? Like, let's talk, let's hang out, let's do this," you know. And, and then you'd have like longer interactions with the animals at night. It seemed like than you would during the day. Maybe that was just my impression. Wow. His name is actually a lot longer than I thought. It's uh, Totakiki KK Slider. Oh, it's all of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, He would show up at 8 p.m. to midnight every Saturday. He's got the big eyebrows. Yes, he has gigantic eyebrows. Yeah, he's got the the big, uh, like, the Wakame eyebrows. (laughs) 
Oh, I totally forgot. There's also the uh, really, really shady. Oh, dang. This oh, yeah. is this all, is all, there's the, all the names and everything. What the hell? I didn't know they were like all set. Oh um, my god! Wait up! This? I could let me okay, see look. the toad page. Maybe I could find the toad. Okay, well, there's a, a fox dude that I'm trying to remember the name of for a second here. The Able Sisters. Uh, they did your clothes. Uh, the fox oh. guy. Yeah. What was uh, he? He's super shady. Oh, here we go. Uh, Red. Red oh, the fox, and he had like Red. the illegal. Smuggled right. goods tent that he would show up in. So now in the game, you could collect art. You could become like an art collector and collect actual pieces of art. Like it would have a rendition of like a Monet or a Rembrandt or something like that in the game. And this guy, now you collect those throughout the game. You know, usually from Nook Shop, you'd find pieces to purchase. And uh, and this guy, Red, he would have like he would have bootleg versions of these paintings. Holy and then, shit! Oh, yeah. And they'd be worth less than the actual paintings. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, he'd sell oh, you bootlegs, but you'd also find some cool Nintendo memorabilia yeah. in his shop. So you always got to check out his shop. It's it was Wart Junior. Oh, you had Wart Junior. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Wart Junior. That's who it was, and that that fucking guy knew everybody, and he was showing letters. <laughs> like honestly, my whole friend circle. He had lived in all of our towns, and he made it back to mine. And what uh, what's funny about the animals too is like if you go away for like a long period of time, and then come back, first off, like your town was completely covered in weeds, and oh, then yeah, the animals trash. are all like. Where the hell have you been? You've been gone for like two years. Like it's <laughs> when you log back in, it's so funny. They're just like, we, we thought you were dead. Like what the hell? And you, when you go into your house the first time after coming back, your house is full of cockroaches. That's right. So you have yeah, to you yeah, can yeah. either use your bug net and you can catch the cockroaches, or you have to run around and stomp them stomp all out. On them. Yeah, yeah. And if you leave them in your house, people will make comments on it, like, oh, you know, I came by your house the other day, and there's there's bugs living there. Like that's kind of gross. You're disgusting. You need oh, to why fix the your fuck house. are you going inside my house? People, people <laughs> can visit your house whether you were there or not you could like set up your door to be locked and not allow visitors but you could actually just like come home and there'd be somebody in your house dude i remember these guys i remember these guys these are like my friends i remember dude i definitely had rizzo i definitely had rolf i definitely had octavian dizzy oh my god See, i had olivia the cat and she was like super like bitchy prissy kind of i don't mean cat i guess but if she'd liked you she'd be like yeah you know what i guess you're kind of cool I, I guess I'll like you. Look at Tom. He's a cool cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at him. So there's rhinos. There's ostriches. There's little birds. There's hippos, koalas. I had Are one there of the regular koalas, animals in this game? Uh, bears. There's lots of bears. Squirrels. There's probably the most oh, bears. Oh, like animals running around? No, just Oh, Ribot. I had Ribot, too. He's a robot frog. It's kind of like Pokemon. There was a nowhere, mummy like, one, too. There was uh, one that was all analog. wrapped up in bandages. Really? Which one was I that? Never, I never hit him. That sounds cool. I got to find him now. Um, oh, Hambo looks like a badass. Looks like he makes swords. <laughs> oh, my God. Penguins. I remember the penguins. I had Rewald. I didn't have QB's cute, though. Wow, man. Anyway, so the animals are pretty trippy in this game. It was a lot of fun, and, and they definitely remembered if you'd been away for freaking ever. <laughs> oh, this has this has all of Red's stuff on here, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a great guide, man. I had no idea. It was thorough. Yeah, yeah. So this is the GameCube guide we're looking at here. So now there there is one topic we we have yet to address on the original Animal Crossing and, and we should probably get to it is uh, the topic of the gyroids and oh. um, so these are basically um, gyrating noise making phallic symbols that you could dig out of the ground in the game and they appear to also be made of different various types of wood which are you serious I'm oh, not dead kidding serious. 
and they would, if you put them in proximity of one another, because they all make different sounds. Some of them make like clicking noises, some of them make like whistling noises, or some like of them... tambourine sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like percussion sounds, basically, more or less. And if you put them in proximity of one another, they'll start to sync up and make music together. And you could leave them outside, you could put them inside, you could take so them wherever. So it's an orgy of dildos. And they would be like, yeah, they'd Kinda, be like yeah. gyrating or shaking back and forth or just vibrating and like just doing all these weird things, man. So it was... Look what I found. I've dug up a Sibian. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I always compared their shape to be like fire hydrants. Yeah. They always kind of look like yeah, fire yeah. hydrants, but they had like these fire weird hydrant. sort of like creepy arms that were just, I don't yep. know. The, the... Think, think like cactuar. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but exactly with like a little miner's thinking. hat or something. Like, that's that's what they look like, except they're definitely brown and made of, made of wood. Yeah, they're incredibly creepy. Yeah, yeah. So... This is what they're into in Animal Crossing, I guess. It's these guys. I never so. kept those things. I would, I would find them and I would immediately sell them. I didn't, I never wanted to put them out. I didn't want to see them. They were super weird. Oh, I dumped them all in my front yard. Really? Oh, totally, <laughs> totally, man. Yeah, that's that's the kind of that's the kind of racket I'm running. I'm trying to weird these animals out. <laughs> Fantastic. You stay the fuck away from my house. Stay away from my Triforce. <laughs> I built, I built my whole thing around the Triforce. Like I'd have the Triforce in the middle, like on a table, and I would build everything around that. Like it was. It was great, man. That's so I cool. I love that game. I love that game. You could do whole motifs, too. There was, like, whole furniture sets that you could collect. And uh, and the furniture sets, sometimes it was hard to get all of the pieces of it, which was nice if you knew somebody who had a piece you didn't have because this is where the friend codes come in. Yeah. The original friend codes. They had a whole system where if you had a piece of furniture and you knew a friend who needed that piece of furniture for to complete their set... You could go give it to Nook, and Nook would give you this really long code string of numbers, letters, symbols, whatever the case was. And if you wrote down that code and gave it to your friend, they could go to Nook and input that code, and Nook would give them back that piece of furniture. But it turns out that the codes were generic to that piece of furniture, not generated based on the friend. So people would just make this giant list Mm -hmm. of all the possible Mm -hmm. codes you could have for these pieces of furniture. (laughs) And then that was sort of like the cheat code system where you could just go and be like, oh, you know what? I want this piece of furniture. And you'd go put the code in and he would just give you that piece of furniture. Yeah, it was so trippy. But that was like the first time I remember there being some sort of system to system connectivity on a home console. Maybe, Maybe other than like, maybe like SOCOM. They come out a little bit before that, you know. Oh, so that was the shit that had the. I remember that that had the headset thing yep. where you try to make commands yep. to the AI in yeah. there, and they would just never listen. Oh, dude, to they you. would just like run in circles or like like breach the door behind you. Okay, jerk it off in the corner. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> what? Such as early online gaming, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this was one of the first cool connectivity things. And I remember thinking like, how are they doing this? And then the codes were just so unique. Then then I figured it out like, oh, it's just a unique code. And then of course, yeah, you find lists online in the oh, early yeah. days of the internet. Oh, yeah. Back when people would say things like, oh, I use Yahoo for content searches, but I use Google for picture searches. It was that long ago. Or if you were like me, you just have your official guide and you just write them in pen in the back of the book all over the pages. It's true. It's written <laughs> in your book. That actually gives the book character. I like it, that It a really lot. does. I it, like it, that a it lot. It kind of grew with me. What well, oh, was better is she went to pull this out because she hasn't. this has been sitting on a shelf for years. Yeah, yeah. And she pulls it out and she comes to me and she's like, oh, my God. And she found a piece of paper with all the bunch of printed out uh, furniture codes. Oh yeah, there was awesome. tons of them. There's like awesome. sheets of it. So you could fire it up now and just deck out your house. Oh, absolutely. Like, right I don't remember what furniture set it was for. I just know I could probably have a full That's furniture awesome. set in my house. That is awesome. So yeah, such as Animal Crossing. It's a it's a perfect little town that you can inhabit. Uh, the reason why we're doing this topic is, of course, because uh, the new one coming up soon, uh, which is. Um, 
uh, New Horizons, and that's coming out March 20th. Now, I do have a brief history here that we can kind of do real quick and see if you remember any of these games. Uh, so the next game in the series that came out after the GameCube one was Animal Crossing Wild World. This came out in 2005 on Nintendo DS. So this was the early days of the DS. Yeah, that one I never really got into. I kind of skipped a lot of the in-between, because I remember there was a City Folk one that also came out, I believe. And, or I remember something along those lines. Yep, City Folk was 2008. So here's the crazy thing. Now, the original Animal Crossing sold 3 million copies. Uh, no, 2.32 million copies on the GameCube. So that was the initial one. I guess that was enough for them to keep kind of running with it in North America. Because yeah. then, here's the crazy thing. Animal Crossing Wild World came out. A game I was less crazy about because they went from a grid-based world to the sort of uh, sphere world and yeah. it was a small sphere because it was a nintendo ds it wasn't yeah. that powerful anyway so on that one this one sold 11.75 million copies it sold more way more like five times more i actually never played that one on yeah the, honestly well ds was just so saturated in every market with ds yeah, light dsi like all that stuff like it was it was very very popular for the time and then uh, animal crossing city folk came out in 2008 on the wii and like the ds one this one uh had this like the sphere that you run around on versus a grid but better ground. Course, yeah, I do remember that one vaguely. I think I might have tried it, but I found it to be there was less content in the game. I found there was less for me to do yeah. in the game. It, it was, was less it, robust. It felt, it felt very limited. So yeah. I just didn't, it didn't catch me the same way as the old one did. Yeah, so for me, up until that point, the original was still the definitive one for me. Oh, and absolutely. then uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf came out in 2012 on Nintendo 3DS. At the time, I rebought a 3DS for that and I loved it. This was their best selling one and it actually sold 12.21 million copies i actually still have that one and i very thoroughly enjoyed it yeah the only i guess complaint i think i had about it was it really played into that new style of gaming the, the mobile style i will call it mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you were expected to play it in really short segments but over a long period of time right so they really right. kind of drove home that no you should play this every day but only for a little bit the limited so you, interactions and right. things like that so yeah, yeah. there was less you could do in any given day but there was more over the course of the in-game year, we'll say, yep. like more events, more seasonal things, whatnot. And I really did like the online play with that one, how you could go to like the little online island yeah. and interact with other people. And you could actually trade furniture, trade items, trade or designs. It, didn't they have to make sure to like lock down their town too or to give you like some permission of freedom yeah. to run around or else they so, could just like mess your shit up? Pretty much. You could yeah, basically yeah. Uh, allow He's people like, <laughs> to visit your town. <laughs> go and chop down people's trees. Yeah, you, you could though. You could destroy <laughs> somebody else's town. And so you had to kind of let, you could let people visit, but they couldn't really mess with your town. They could yeah. just sort of like, look, but don't touch. View it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that, where's the fun in that? Yeah, I know, Yeah, right? where's the fun in that? You got to show back up and some asshole came and chopped down all your trees. Like, dude, that's stole all your fruit. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And uh, so that was the best-selling one to date. Now, uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer was the next one to come out in 2014. Uh, so this one was kind of a cash grab. Uh, it was an interior design game uh, that gave you interior design missions based on which Amiibo card you scanned into the game. So if you scanned the Tom Nook card, you would be designing for him with a certain set of design options. And uh, this game uh, only sold 3 million copies. It was on the I've Wii U. never well, even heard why. of it. It was on the Wii U. It was on the Wii U, exactly. So and, uh, <laughs> it, it's, kind of, it's kind of attributed as the game that, that kind of 
initially killed the early amiibo craze so because here was a game that was specifically designed around buying a bunch more amiibo just to get the cards from them yeah. and then and then just to just to be able to play the game so it was a bit of a cash grab bit of a misstep but they still made a bunch of money on it and then uh, in 2017 you had animal crossing pocket camp come out on mobile which i've never played so you know, I, don't... I played it a little bit yeah and it was kind of neat yeah um but again it was very much the mobile game platform and in that one I think what pissed me off the most was you had to literally like set it and forget it. So when you wanted to do something, gotcha. you had to like, okay, you know what? I'm going to set up to do this chore. So you would send your, you know, your character away to go mm -hmm. do the chore. And it's like, okay, no, you have a timer of three hours and you have to come back in that time or you pay real life money and yeah. this timer just goes away. But early in the game, it probably was like, oh, this task will take like 30 seconds. Exactly. And, then, yeah, and, and it, it ramps of, up it from ramps there. Up, and oh, then obviously you just kind of start sinking more and more money into it if you want to accomplish anything yeah. or you just kind of stop playing. Yeah, I don't like when mobile games do that because it's kind of it's kind of counterintuitive to gaming in general because in, act in, in virtually every other game out there, so you become more powerful over time, and thus things should become relatively easier, or at least take less time, particularly in the sim games. Yeah, I feel I agree. like yeah, yeah. And then in this, it's the complete opposite philosophy of no. The longer you play this, the harder it's going to get to the point where where you know we're just going to start milking you for cash. Yeah, right? pretty much. And I think at one point didn't even go like um, I want to say that at some point they even opened it up for like a subscription fee, so you could just pay like a subscription fee, and then and then you get. I can't remember how they did that. I don't remember. I've, I vaguely remember something like that. Yeah, I think they could, did it, but it was short-lived or something. Yeah, because yeah. you could subscribe, and I think they would give you, like, certain pieces of furniture per month or oh, something like that. Oh, okay. So every month you would get, like, a little package that had, you know, six pieces of furniture that was unique to yeah, yeah. whatever that package maybe, i guess maybe that's where bethesda got their newer design philosophy of oh you don't like this game <laughs> fuck you pay monthly for it <laughs> uh, yeah mobile games have the the inherent problem where they are the first question they ask when they make a mobile game is how do we want to make money on this game okay now yeah. find a game to make around that mechanic it feels that way anyway totally yeah, it really definitely does. is that way it's not it we feels that way because it is that way yeah games that don't do that are the exception and we find them here and there and we mention them on the pod like i still play orna yeah. And uh, it's it's not milking me for for money or anything, and I'm a fairly high level player in there. But uh, but I don't really feel pressured to spend money ever. So take certainly takes more time to level up oh, the yeah. further you go. But oh, that's absolutely. to be expected in an RPG. So particularly one where there's like 250 levels. <laughs> so yeah. I'm level 207 now. So I'm I'm coming up. In Holy the world. shit! Yep, yep. Jeez. I'm on my way. And uh, let's see. So March 20th is going to be New Horizons on Nintendo Switch. I got it on reserve. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's some notable additions to this game you might like to know about. Ooh. So I got this from NintendoLife.com, an article written by one Gavin Lane. So we'll attribute it to him. So the first thing that sounds cool is Tom Nook's Deserted Island Getaway Package. The idea behind this game is kind of a survivalist mentality where you actually start with a tent, a lamp, and a bed, and you have to build your area from the ground up using natural resources. Out of curiosity, does Tom hunt you while you're trying to do this too? I can't imagine a scenario <laughs> in which he doesn't. So, <laughs> Wait, the fact that Tom Nook is still alive in this iteration is kind of scary <laughs> enough. Like, I, I know in some of the other ones, they sort of introduce, I think he's got two sons, sons or two yeah. nephews or something like that. I think they were kind of supposed to take over his company. But the family. This was to go right, the family. Yeah. No, no, he's he's consolidated power. There's oh. no mention of the boys at this point. Wow, that's kind of He creepy. sent them off to boarding school somewhere. They're becoming evil little fucks. And, uh, <laughs> and he's, he's back in town running shit. Okay? Oh, okay. Well, you know. I'm pretty sure he's just a demon and he's just drained his offspring of their souls to replenish himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's definitely from the he's nether. He's pulled like a Palpatine. Or yeah. Every... <laughs> <laughs> but the younglings. <laughs> the younglings. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, jeez. 
So, and then a uh, second cool thing in this is there's actually a pop-up on-screen map that you can follow along with, which is good, instead of a completely different menu, which is needed in the game. Uh, you can now place furniture outside, uh, presumably to fully live the trailer park life you've always dreamed of. Oh, that's fantastic, because you know what? I, I remember <laughs> in every game, there is an iteration of, like, trailer park furniture. There yeah. is, like, the plastic lawn chairs, the pink flamingos. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like... big screen projection TV out on the front lawn, an old couch, watching some NASCAR, maybe a beer yeah, cooler. Yeah, that's fantastic. Like, did you fuck you know my what? husband? <laughs> yes. A- around yes, your she did. <laughs> entire trailer park empire, you just put gyroids yeah, yeah. everywhere. Just, or a whole thing. <laughs> you're not just my wife. You're my wife-daughter auntie. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you can finally live that life at Animal oh, Crossing. Fantastic. You find the one animal called Eminem. Yeah. Oh, totally. And then uh, and then there's also the Nook phone, uh, which earns you in-game rewards and has a camera and various Shit, apps. Shit, this guy has a fucking mobile company? Well, obvi- well, obviously it's for sexting. So, yeah, let's just be honest No, it's that. so he can track all your data and all oh, of that's his right. people. He can triangulate your position. Yeah. Oh, yeah I wonder yeah. if there's going to be, like, animal Tinder. That's That'll be weird. Oh, dude. I Where said, you could, like... I've said I want there to be a dating minigame in this. So, because you're the only human in a town of animals, there's never been another human. Right, yeah. You gotta, You gotta. You gotta live your life, bro. I'm just a lonely fox. You and a bunch of furries. Pretty much. <laughs> Maybe they are furries. I don't know. Cool. Could be. They're not actually animals. They're just people in furries. <laughs> oh, this, this sounds like some I reality want, TV show. I want it's this like to be the game so bad. It's like the Bachelor furry edition. Like <laughs> honestly, that is a fucking great idea. I love The Bachelor, and that just takes it to a whole other level. Watch that train wreck. Bachelor Furry <laughs> Edition. Well, if you want to see a train wreck, watch the actual Bachelor. Oh Holy yeah, it's pretty fuck. bad. That's a whole other thing we can get into later. But the current I'm, season I'm is good. trash. <laughs> uh, let's see. So it has same console four player co op and up to eight players online simultaneously. Ooh, so that's you can just cool. load your town up with humans, uh, which is pretty cool. And then trees can be moved rather than always cut down. So you have sort of uh, more more uh, more travel options as well, including pole vaulting over. Rivers that have no bridges. So, oh, yeah, so you can how really get around. Friendly. Yeah, it is very eco friendly. So, are so. you just take a huge tree with a giant root system and plant them right next to the douchebag that pisses you off right next to his house? This way, he eats at his fucking foundation. And no, no, you let you let the weeds grow around his house and then yeah. you toss some gyroids out there. There's some serious, but there will be blood <laughs> moments in there. <laughs> think, think about that. Think about that. You step out of your house first thing in the morning, sipping a coffee, and then there's this big schlong gyroid sitting out in the front yard going, going, bah, wah, 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 message buddy that sends a message <laughs> it's on fire yeah particularly if he's wearing the head of another neighbor so that's <laughs> it gets dark did you ever see the news article about the guy who's a wood carver and i guess his his ex-wife moved into the house right next to him so he made a wood carving that I was saw. just a giant middle finger i saw, I saw that. that's so brilliant that's so brilliant just and imagine it, that gyrating blah, 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 blah. exactly yeah 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 that, that'd be amazing gyroid that is just a middle finger big yeah. wooden middle finger so anyway uh yeah definitely definitely looking forward to the next one new horizons uh, i got that one on reserve uh so we'll trade friend codes so maybe oh, maybe absolutely. i can jump into your game you can jump into mine and when you jump into my town whoa whoa my, whoa 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 it's my wife. Don't be jumping into her game. This is my wife. <laughs> so and then uh, and then, uh, but when you jump in, my my only request is that if any of you jump into my game, uh, that you do fuck with my world somehow. So and, and I have to figure it out. <laughs> so just move low key. one tree a little I, to the yeah, left. Yeah, like, I kind of want to get this game out just to fuck with his world. So, oh, it's I want to do some serious I wanna, shit. Like I want to show up to my house. My triforce is just gone. 
Where the fuck is my Triforce? Who stole my Triforce? Like, I would love for that to happen. <laughs> the whole town is murdered. Where's my Triforce? Yeah, yeah. And, and then one of the animals is like, after this and time. one of the animals is like, oh, yeah, I met Adam. He's pretty cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking Adam. <laughs> I'll just take all your trees that you have planted and shape them into a dick on the map, and you'll never know until you zoom out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you leave a shirt in my house that says, that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dude, it's honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great game. And, uh, and and I hope you guys all jump in on it as well. And uh, honestly, that's, that's, that's kind of it for me in gaming. I mean, I'll get the Final Fantasy VII remake, of course, but that's kind of my... My year in gaming right there. You have to realize I'll be playing Doom Eternal right before, if I do play right before that. So you're going to come into your town one day and everyone's just going to be shuttering the doors. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one guy, he came through with the vengeance ripping and tearing. Doom guy. <laughs> Doom guy shows up. Actually, funny enough about Doom guy, uh, Grief Burrito Podcast did a crossover with Shark Select Podcast, the couple gaming podcasts we're kind of partnered with uh, in, in, in the podcast realm. And actually, they did a character battle thing as well. And Doom guy was their big winner. They oh, did. Nice. They did a bracket style, so and then uh, Doom Guy was their winner. So interesting, interesting little tidbit there. So anyway, that's Animal Crossing, and uh, we'll go ahead and post this up as just a regular episode uh, as well, because uh, we need to have two episodes posted in the next couple weeks because there's going to be vacations happening and people gone. And as of you know, maybe uh, well, I fly out on the 25th, so is that next Monday? And you're gone, like yeah, I'm gone. Uh, you're gone, the, like on now the, on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to be gone. We'll try to meet up down there and maybe do something. I think we can record on Zoom, so maybe we could do like a brief episode on Zoom. Maybe talk about your Star Wars experience, uh, building the lightsaber. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. The, about. But that's happening pretty much near the end. So actually, it'll probably be the first week that I'm back that I'm actually able to talk about it. Oh, really? Okay, we, mm-hmm. okay. we, have, we definitely want to talk about that. I'll bring it yeah, with yeah. me. Yeah, please so, do. But yeah. if we miss an episode, whatever, we'll still have at least two coming up here. So I'll just make sure to, to post date the second one coming up here. And then we'll be good. Uh, so, yeah, um, thank you, I guess, for, for the purpose of the Animal Crossing conversation. Thank you for joining us, Amanda. Yeah, no problem. So it was an enlightening conversation, and, and I absolutely love reminiscing about some of these, uh, some of these games, oh, particularly, particularly ones that completely ruined my academic career. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> that, that's, that's why I was able to cram four years of university into, like, five and a half. So just really <laughs> nice. cram it in there. Get it all done. So one, one shot. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, this is Alex Austin <laughs> signing off, and either one of you. <laughs> Plebeian Adam. And? And uh, Plebeian Wife Amanda. Yes, and? Oh, wow, that's just just Rob today. And just Rob. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) See you next episode.
Thank <laughs> you. 